Welcome to Dating Revamped. I'm your host, Laura Nash. After my own struggles with dating, I now share insights that radically changed my relationship outcomes. Dating can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Tired of repeating the same mistakes and wasting time in dead-end courtships? Well, this show is for you. I share stories on faith, dating pitfalls, life lessons, and I offer practical strategies to help you revamp your dating life so you can win in love. So get comfy and let's chat about new insights today. Hey ladies, so great to be here. I'm excited because I was down and out with a cold. I'm still congested, but I'm on the mend. Today, I'm going to discuss the most important thing you'll hear on this show. So perk up your ears. Do you feel distant from God, but desire a closer relationship with Him? I've been there. And the only way to bridge that gap is to foster deeper intimacy with Him. Because this foundation will be the basis for all other relationships you build in your lifetime. Furthermore, it's the only relationship that will supply or bring you lasting satisfaction. Therefore, I believe the number one thing you should work on as a single woman is to solidify that relationship with Jesus Christ. Ladies, when you meet a guy you're interested in, what do you do? You look for every opportunity to talk or to spend time with him because you're eager to know more about him. It's the same principle here. When you, when you're, when you want to know God better and you want to foster deeper intimacy with him, you have to be intentional about your actions or the things that you do to get to that place. He's your first love, so pursuing him, you should pursue him as hard or harder than you pursue the other things in your life. Because a relationship with him is the relationship that's going to elevate your life experiences to another level. James 4 to 8 says that draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So where do you start? You start by spending quality time with him on a regular basis. Now, quality time with God doesn't necessarily mean you have to spend 15 hours, two or 15 hours in his presence. It could be 15 hours, 15 minutes. It can be two hours. You know, you can spend two hours with God and never connect because your heart isn't prepared. Your heart isn't open to receive or to give. And on, but on the other hand, you can spend 15 minutes with him only and feel like you've been in his presence a lifetime. I really believe that God is more interested in consistency and in your willingness to surrender and in your willingness to seek him. So what does that quality time consist of? It definitely consists of reading your Bible. Your Bible is the Word of God, although we cannot see God physically, in, but when we meet with him in the Bible, we can. the Bible for me represents his physique because his words are alive in there. He wrote the Bible, inspired 
to, um, people to write the Bible. So his word is living. And it's important to read the Bible because that's where you'll find what God, that's where you'll find what's in God's heart. And that's where you'll find his plans for your life. And since the Bible is inspired by him and the words are alive, once you read, begin to read the Bible, the words are going will affect the way you think. They will affect your will. They will renew your mind in the world. And the word is going to help you make better choices. You will be empowered to walk in holiness and, re, and be able to resist Satan's attacks. And as you read and you draw closer to him, you'll begin to see his character. And you'll be able to trust him as father. And you'll begin to see your true self through his eyes. That's what reading the Bible does for you. Now, as you read the Bible, you also will be meditating on what you have read. Simply means that you're going to take time to analyze, to contemplate, to reflect deeply on what you've just read. Now, I know that reading the Bible isn't something that we uh, a lot of people understand right away. But you don't have to be a Bible scholar or a Bible student or anything of those things to, to get into the Word. The Bible belongs to each and every one of us. And God is faithful. He will meet you where you are, at the level that you are, because He knows you. He, he created you. He knows how to meet you and how to communicate with you so that you can understand and as you meditate on the word, he's going to begin to reveal himself to you and reveal the word to you and show you the things that you need to learn. So as you meditate and you analyze deeply, you're pondering on the thoughts, you're pondering on the scripture, and you're asking God to show you what he wants you to learn. And you will be asking God to help you apply these principles to your life. Not even, not even, not only in the future, but even in your in your now moment, the Bible is going to affect you in the moments on every detail of your life, in every intricate um, step that you take in your life. The Bible is there to provide guidance. It is there to provide you with counsel, because when the Word is written on the walls of your heart, you'll know His will for your life and how to claim his promises. So it's very important to meditate on the word, not just read and go off. The beautiful thing and wonderful thing about meditation is that you can meditate anywhere you anywhere you go. Meditation goes with you. Meditation doesn't cease when you've closed the Bible because it's, it is your thought, your pondering on, on what you have read so you can continue to meditate on your reading anywhere you go. And if you're meditating, that means that you're trying to figure things out, you're analyzing and you you're going to have questions. And God wants to answer those questions. That's why we come to him. That's why we have to get to know him. That's why we have to communicate with him. So when we go to read the Bible, we're actually uh, engaging in a communication with the Lord. So if we're communicating um, and we're not listening, then we you can easily miss what God has to say to, um, to you. 
So when we meet with him to communicate, no one likes a one-way communication, right? But oftentimes, how many times do we approach a conversation, and, you know, but we're not listening because we're more interested in getting our points across and never really taking in what the other person has to say. So you really have to be mindful about listening to the Lord. You know, even the experts say that effective communication starts with great listening skills. And so we definitely need to take that to heart and be mindful that you need to listen as you read and as you meditate so that you can hear, begin to hear God's voice so that his voice can begin to flow through you so you can hear what he has to say to you through the word. I believe the creator of the universe has a lot to say, but if we're if you're busy talking and asking, you can easily miss it, right? I know personally that he whispers phenomenal things in silence. So take time to listen. Ram Das says, the quieter you become, the more you can hear. The quieter you become, the more you can hear. Now, drawing closer to God is not a big mystery. It's not a big task. It is these simple three things. You're seeking him. You're going to his word to to meet with him personally. You're absorbing his word. You're, you're, You're being thoughtful about what you've read through meditation. And then you're listening to him to see what he to hear what he has to say to you these three things i believe is going to help you build a stronger relationship with him um help you stand on a strong foundation in him and definitely draw you closer to him so that you can get to know him better now if bible readings find if you find bible reading boring as i used to many years ago I understand. (laughs) And especially if you can't understand what you've read, it can get discouraging. But I encourage you, do not let these things deter you because it's a lie. Yes, when we don't understand what we're reading, we're not interested in reading. But I encourage you, if you don't, if you don't have a Bible, you can begin to read your Bible through your phone or through other digital devices. But there's something for me about flipping those through those pages, highlighting and writing in the margins and coming back to reflect on what I felt God impressed upon my heart. So I know a digital device for me will never replace my actual physical Bible. But if you're interested in an actual Bible and you don't have one there, you can check your local library. Sometimes they have them for free. And other times you can pay a minimal cost as less as, as low as 50 cents for a Bible. Or if you if you want to request a free Bible, you can go to freebibles.org or biblesforamerica.org and put in a request to receive a copy of the Bible. Another way you can read the Bible, you can there are many apps out there. You can download an app. On your from the app store on your phone, one I would recommend is Uversion. That's Y O U V E R S I O N. Uversion. Download the app and you can begin to read the Bible. Then, 
Also, if you're online and you're on your phone, you can go to BibleGateway.com. Now, at that website, there are a lot of resources there for reading the Bible. Um, also, you can find different versions of the Bible. A lot of op- uh, a lot of the obstacles for many people is their they, their first Bible reading experience was probably with the King James version, which is difficult to understand. Yes, um, so you can try different versions of the Bible, like the New Living Translation, which is the NLT, or the New James King James version. And these are easier read for you. And as you read and God meets you where you are, you will begin to understand and you will begin to hear from him through his word. I promise you. Also, if you're reading the Bible and you come across a word or you want to do some particular keyword searches, you can also do that on BibleGateway.com. Now, if it's not feasible for you to, to, to read or you're in a place where you don't want to read, you can also listen to the Bible in audio form. So on that website, there are also other tools on the website like devotionals and reading plans. For example, if you wanted to be a little more structured with your Bible reading, you can read the Bible in a chronological order. You can find it there on the website or you can read the Bible from a historical perspective. Now, if you're a person who likes community and wants to connect with other women um, to study the Bible, I do recommend Proverbs31Ministries.org and WomenLivingWell.org. These organizations have wonderful Bible studies, topical Bible studies on different, many, a variety of topics. And you can join the community um, to at any time you can dive in and begin to interact with other women, uh, like-minded women, where you can find encouragement and support for your Bible reading journey. Those ministries are also on Facebook and on Instagram. They're, they are also on other platforms. So definitely check out their websites in their different platforms so you can find a fit um, for you and something that I think will bring a lot of value to your life. And those ministries, again, are Proverbs31Ministries.org and WomenLivingWell.org. Now, you see, it's not, like I said, it's not that difficult. You take your Bible reading journey one day at a time. You don't have to become well-versed in anything. You're just simply beginning to read so that you can begin to spend time with God. And as you spend time with God, as you read his word, you are definitely going to draw closer to him. And when you form the habit of meeting with him on a regular basis to read the word, to meditate, to listen, you'll begin, your life will be in sync with his daily will for you. And I tell you, my friend, your relationship with him will flourish. So ladies, be sure to join me in the next episode because I'll share the life-changing skill you'll gain by by reading your Bible and drawing closer to God. You don't want to miss it.